Hi there. So this is the first of We Should Be Writing. I'm Julianne. Melissa, say hi. 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 So we're going to be hosting this little podcast. Uh, It's basically about writing and what we've learned from writing, um, ways that we've approached it and things that we think could be done better, maybe how we would like to improve. And basically, we come from two different backgrounds in writing, and we wanted to get together and share a little about what we learned. Melissa, you have some questions for me to introduce me, don't you? Yes. And first I was going to say we're doing this podcast instead of writing. Yes, exactly. We're we're top-notch procrastinators. So we don't have to write. Exactly. We're quite good at this. We've learned how to circumvent the system. Yes. Okay. (laughs) So my first question to you to just apparently plunge into it is what is the first thing you ever wrote in your life? How old were you and what inspired you to do it? Oh, I love that question. Okay. Ooh, first thing I ever wrote. Oh, I know what it was. Okay. So when I was about eight or nine, um, I finished up reading The Horse and His Boy from the Chronicles of Narnia. And I absolutely fell in love with Prince Corin. Uh, he was my favorite character from that book. I mean, I love Shasta too, but Corin for some reason stuck out to me. So I had this little marble black and white notebook and I created a story about Queen Jezebel of Narnia, which of course makes no sense because there were already kings and queens of Narnia, but to me it was cool. Um, And I basically wrote a fanfic when I was eight years old and that was before I did any other writing. And what inspired me was just, I wanted to basically play in the sandbox of the world that C.S. Lewis had created and explore more about that. And I love inserting my own female characters even back then apparently i find it very appropriate that you started with fan fiction isn't it it's so yeah i mean that's that's what started it (laughs) yes all right i'm gonna ask you a question now oh okay okay and then we'll go back and forth okay so at what age similar to this did you ever start writing creatively i was nine (sighs) nice same it time. Was, what was it? It was March 1st, 2006. <laughs> you have the date? That's awesome. I don't know why, but I tend to remember highly specific dates about random things. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, so we and it was, it was this, my brother and I had been playing in the backyard and like we basically had this fantasy world. And uh, huh. I had always like talked about writing it. And then this day that we'd been playing outside, I just decided I wanted to write it. And I wrote it on printer paper, and it slanted, like, you know, all the way down the page because there were no lines. <laughs> and then I stapled it all together, and that was my first story. Love it. That's awesome. Okay. okay. Your question next. <laughs> so, to you, aside from obvious things like grammatical structure, did you learn anything in school that taught you how to write? Absolutely. Um, I think the The biggest thing I learned actually in school for writing was how to critique, not just for myself, not just for the people, but for myself. So to take, um, you know, tone and specific things and, and read a story and be able to pick out, well, this, you know, this tone lasts through the entire thing. um, And I need to pick up on it more or, or even maybe do less if I wanted to change tone in the story. Um, Whereas opposed to things like imagery and stuff, I learned more by writing myself. But critiquing my own work is what I learned a lot in creative writing class in college. 
Yes, and that's something a lot of people never learn. It's so true, and it's so important, the ability to critique and to edit and rewrite. Yes. Okay, okay so, so your question. In college. Yes. That was in college? Yes, okay. that was in college. So I learned that, um, I took a creative writing class, like, my third semester of college. Yes. And that was so helpful. Okay, okay. I have turn. one for you. Okay, so what type of relationships do you like to explore in your writing? Um, I like the relationship of families and the relationship of people with animals. Ah, I feel like the pe- with animals is definitely not explored very much. Like they're usually just the animals just present as opposed to an intricate part of someone's life. Yes, and they're not like given their own personality. Right, which is so not like real life. Yes, like every single animal is so different. Yeah. And they have oh. like, things unique about them and things funny about them and they have bad habits. Yeah. And, They're very which, quirky. I mean, just yes, like people. Are. And which the book actually coming out does not get that deep into it. There are animals, but it's other stories I've written are more animal centered. Very cool. Okay. Okay. So my, que- my next question is what piece of yours are you the of wow oh man okay um hmm one that springs to mind is um a poetry piece it's sort of poetry it's sort of um like flash fiction uh but it was the one that i got published most recently in calliope in the nvcc magazine Mm -hmm. literary magazine um and it was it was very experimental because it was purely dialogue. So it was about 25 to 30 lines of dialogue of someone talking into Google, basically Google. So like you would say like, Hey Google, and then it would answer a question. Um, Uh And it was basically like how in the beginning, you don't realize that this person is highly suicidal. And so they're asking questions like, you know, what type of trees grow nearby, not realizing when you're reading that they're trying to figure out the strongest one to hold up a rope. Um, And then as you go along, it gets more and more obvious that something's really wrong. But then it ends with the with the person basically saying erase all these searches. And you're left like not knowing if they went through with it or if they decided to get help because previously in the poem, they asked about a number to call for for assistance. Um, And so I think that one it was very it was very number one it was interesting to write because I had never done purely dialogue um but it was also really meaningful those are the kind of stories that tortured me in my college English textbooks (laughs) uh yeah yeah it was for it was actually for for an assignment because we had to we we were studying flash fiction and we were basically told write a flash fiction and I was like how how do I write a flash fic (laughs) Yeah. And then came up with that. It was, it was my the my the ones that caused me the most trouble were like five sentence fix, and you're like, what? How am I supposed to write fiction in five sentences? How many sentences was yours? Well, you said thirty. It was about thirty. Um, because yeah. it was it was all different questions, and so there were no answers. It was just like you could tell the person was kind of sitting oh, you, there you debating. Didn't hear, you didn't hear Google's answers. Mm-mm. You just okay. it was just the questions, and so you had to figure out what was going on based on 
what they were asking. So, like, you're hearing somebody talk to Google. Yes, exactly. Nice. Okay. Okay. Your question. Uh, Okay. Do you have a favorite author? Kate DiCamallo. Ah. It would have to go to her. Nice. Because of Winn-Dixie and all that. Yes, I, I right? still read everything she came out with. She comes out with still, and I started when I was nine, or oh, really that's eight awesome. actually. <laughs> and I have a postcard that she sent me when I was like ten, because I wrote to her. No way! Yes, once, she, once had, she stamped it with her dog's paw print, and she was like, "I love <gasps> that you're going to be a writer. I can't wait to see your books out." <laughs> when when your book comes out, you need to take a picture of that postcard and yes. your book and put. It- Yes. Which we're going to talk about in a minute, guys. We're going to talk about her book coming out. <laughs> okay, now All to right. you. Yes. What period in your life would you say was where your writing drastically improved? Oh, um, twice. So there are two things that stick out to me. So about a year after I started seriously writing. So I didn't really get into continuous writing until high school. Um, uh-huh. That first year was so rough. I mean, I, my writing was, I mean, obviously I just started like actually trying to write. And so it wasn't very good quality. And so in that first year I developed a lot, but after that, I would say probably about, probably when I was like 18, 19, um, which is about two to three years ago, three, three to four years ago, I think. Yeah. Um, I joined a collaboration on fanfiction.net for a crossover fic that we were doing um it was 24 of us and I got to on one story (laughs) yeah it was crazy um we just finished actually five years later we just finished um (laughs) but it was we would all get a chapter we were all one character and we would each have a chapter and then we would cycle through okay and um basically I got to write alongside some of the most skilled authors I have ever seen um one of them, two of them that I've written with are published, and the other one should be published, of who I consider my close friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned so much from watching them write. Um, so it was probably like around then. I mean, I would consider myself way better now that I've done that collaboration than before. Yes. That Sorry, that sense. was a long explanation. And did you say <laughs> there were two periods and that was one of them? So, yes. Yeah, so the, the first one was right after I started writing. Um, yeah. Just there was tremendous growth. And then the second one was like two or three years ago. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my turn to ask you. Okay. Yes. Um, okay. This is a fun one. I would, yeah. What is your, so who is your favorite fictional character that someone else has created? And which of your own do you love the most? Okay. In existing literature, um, the three obvious ones would be Katniss, Luna, and Hermione. I think mm. I can just say their names and everybody knows who those are. <laughs> and then, obviously, in much smaller fiction, there would be, you know, smaller as in it's not The Hunger Games and Harry Potter. Um, hmm. There would be so many, but I, I would have to think about it. I think and those then, three. Yes. And then my favorite of mine was Hollis because he wrote himself and I put no effort into it. So he was easy <laughs> for me. Those are the best characters. The ones that just write themselves. 
Yes, yes. Like, from the very beginning, he changed the least out of everybody else who was unrecognizable in the first draft. He has always been himself. Wow. That's awesome. Your turn. Okay. Would you say your own writing style solidified at some point, or is it constantly evolving? Oh, this is a hard one. Okay. I would say it has mostly solidified. Um, I figured out what I like, which is more dialogue than Tolkien, but less dialogue than Hemingway. (laughs) So like, (laughs) um, (laughs) so more, so more description than Hemingway, but more dialogue than Tolkien. So I'm, I've been told by people who read my stories that they can tell it's me who's written it. Um, Yes. I've read enough of yours to agree. (laughs) but I don't really know what that means like I'm not 100% sure what my style is I just know I have one yeah Um, I don't know what mine is but yet (laughs) I know that it exists right exactly all end up looking like each other (laughs) it's so true even know what I'm doing to do that yeah that's exactly my thing so like I know I know that I'm good at dialogue like that's probably my strength in writing just because it comes so easily for me Yes. Um, I would assume that that's part of what people see in my style. Uh, but I am always trying to constantly evolve, um, especially when it comes to choosing genres. So I try to choose genres that I'm not used to um, uh-huh. and try that. So hoping that it'll, it'll add something to my writing. Yes. Cool. Oh, okay. Now I get to ask you, right? Yes. Okay. So the big news, of course, is that Melissa has a book coming out. Um, it's being published by Black Rose Writing, right? Yes. And it's called The Book of Secrets. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about it? I know it's on the spot. Um, and what's the release date? The release date is August 15th. And if you want to know what it's about, you can buy it. <laughs> dun, dun, Love dun, it. <laughs> and I totally suggest buying it. I've read a little bit of it. Um, it was originally up on a site that she shared with me. Uh, it was on Wattpad and the the early draft. Um, and I read some of it and absolutely it was, no, loved no, it. No, no, it was not the early draft. It wasn't. No, the early draft is garbage, and it's its own story on Wattpad. <laughs> That's really, awesome. Okay, I'm read on throwing up. Oh, I read the one that was on Wattpad, the first you two chapters. You read the, like, middle draft. Yeah, and then she took it off, and I was so upset because I couldn't finish the story. So, I've already pre-ordered the Book of Secrets, which means you should pre-order the Book of Secrets, guys, who's list- people who are listening, because it's going to be fantastic. And Julianne was literally the first person. I was. I was the first person she, to pre-order it. She pre-ordered it within minutes of it being up on the internet. <laughs> Of course. Speaking of pre-ordering, where can people go to pre-order it? You can go on the publisher website, which you can easily find by Googling them. And mine is in the YA section. Or you can look at basically any of my social media because I talk about it too much on there. (laughs) What are your social medias? Um, I have Facebook, which I literally never use unless you ask me to be friends because I only use my personal one. And then on Instagram, I'm mllittleauthor. Awesome. Okay. So people go find the book of secrets and order it. Okay. Next question. Okay. To you, how important do you consider the union of reading and writing? Like, do you think you have to read a lot to write? Uh, or do you think they can exist separately? This one's controversial for me. Um, I think <laughs> they can, 
because I think <laughs> I'm okay, a controversial me, person. I am a controversial person. Okay, let me step back. So I think to write, you have to have been a reader at some point. Um, so I think I think that reading is something that sparks writing, and I think yes. that until until you're fully solidified in your own writing that you should keep reading. And I, I think that you, I mean, I think everyone should keep reading, but I think, I think once you've developed a style, it is possible to write without being a constant reader. However, I think you gain a lot by being a constant reader. So um, exposure to new styles, exposure to new genres. I would even extend it um, to people who are watching lots of movies like indie films or TV shows. I think that those can teach a lot too. Movies have taught me as much as books have. Yeah, I would agree. So I think, is it possible to be a writer without reading all the time? Yes. Is it advisable? No. Yes, I would agree there. Okay. So let's see. I have one more question for you. Um, other than fantasy, because uh, the Book of Secrets is a fantasy book, um, is there any other genre you'd like to try writing? Um, I have written a lot of genres, and the result was always crap, because pretty much everything except what's coming out is crap. Um, oh. I, I never, I don't know what I'm writing next. I have literally no idea um I every time I try to write something I just end up coming back to this world like I'm not done with the world yet but past that I mean I'm because I read so much I read so many different genres I end up writing a lot of different genres so I could see anything happening in the future nice that'd be awesome I'd be down for it I'm so excited (laughs) okay okay my last question to you, I have two to choose from. Do you want me to ask you both and you choose which one you want to answer or do you want me to surprise you? Um, I can choose. Or maybe I'll answer both. Who knows? Okay. My question is, okay, so first I have down, we're, I think what we write comes from a combination of what we have lived and what we have read. So mm. I would ask you which of the two do you think has influenced you more? And then I ask, as a closing, what would you say to other writers of fan fiction? Love it. Okay, so I'll answer both because the last one can lead into what I'm going to talk about next. Okay. Um, first and foremost, so um, between what we've experienced, what we've read. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's hard. I think it's inherently biased because I'm primarily a fan fiction writer. Um, so influence from what I've read and watched is so heavily involved in what I yes, do. Well, I was just asking, like, you personally. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think it depends on what I'm writing. Um, if I'm trying to write... You know what? I think it's from what I've experienced. Um, because oh, most of the characters that I end up writing um, have something that reflects me in it. And um, I have which noticed is, that. Yeah. I was thinking um, about that as I asked this question. Yes. Um, and I try, I've never come across a character that I've written that was like, hey, this is me. But like, They all I have do... an element. Like, are they, exactly. if they're Catholic, or if they struggle with something you have struggled with, or if right. you have your humor, like they tell a joke that I can see you coming through. <laughs> Yes. It's something I, like that. 
Where like people interesting. who didn't know you wouldn't see that, but because I know yes, you, exactly, people wouldn't know. And I think, um, I think it's you mentioned Catholic. I think that's an interesting one to to pick up on because I actually decided to write Catholic protagonist because I've never tried before, and I was like, how would this work in a fictional world? I actually for a time was playing with the idea of writing a Catholic protagonist in the Star Trek um, universe. Uh-huh. And like, what would that be? What would that be in the 23rd century? You know, how, how yes. would a Catholic be in that? Um, which how I still would Catholicism would like to have right. how would it, over two exactly. centuries? Yeah. Okay. And the, okay. So the last question that you asked was what would I talk to other fan fiction writers about? So now, what before, would you say to them? Right. Let's first, I'm going to talk about a little bit of, stories I've read and then I'll answer that question and then I'll hand it off to you um or stories I've written sorry um so I'm real quick primarily on the three fan fiction sites as we mentioned that's sort of what I write so I'm on Wattpad as Silmarils1701 which is s-i-l-m-a-r-i-l-z-1701 um, and I'm under that username on pretty much all writing sites. So if you ever see writing with that attached, it's probably me. Uh, I've never come across someone else with that username. <laughs> no, it's a um, little bit specific. It, it's just a little bit. You know, I'll tell. Okay, I'll explain it. So my favorite book is The Silmarillion, which is how you get Silmaril. I yes. put a Z in there. It sounded cool. And it makes for a good nickname of Sills. It does. And then... Doesn't it? It, it? it rolls off the tongue. And yes. then 1701 is the number of the USS Enterprise from Star Trek. So I put Silmarils 1701. And there we go. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, that's me. Um, that's I'm, Silmarils I was 1701 backstory. Yes, exactly. And the funny thing, it wasn't... So if you ever see me on councilofelrond.com, which is a Tolkien fan site, I'm there as Elwing and Arundel, and that was the only time I've ever had a different username. And that was predates the Silmarils username. I would feel Fun lost. Fact. You would feel lost. Okay, so real quick about my stories. Okay. Um, so, yeah, like I said, mostly write fan fiction. I've been writing fan fiction since early high school. Um, before that, I did some uh, role-playing, thread-based role-playing on a Warrior Cat site. Um, that was sort of my first real introduction into writing after the Jezebel of Narnia thing. The Jezebel of Narnia. Spectacular. Yes. And if I could find that notebook, I would upload it, but I can't find the notebook anymore. I know. It's really sad. Maybe. I totally will post it. Um, So uh, I'm actually an official friend of Wattpad, which is basically someone who has been chosen by the ambassadors to find out about news first and uh, spread it around, sort of give feedback to the Wattpad ambassadors. So that's what I do on Wattpad other than writing. Uh, but my writing is primarily my, my focus. And I've got, I was looking here, I've got 62 different works on Wattpad, which is a lot. I uh, yes, a lot. I know it was some staggeringly impressive amount. And the crazy thing about that is there's like at least seven more in drafts. And um, beyond that, there's also, of those, there's, like, a 25-chapter one-shot book. So I really have, like, 25 more stories. Yes. Um, <laughs> I write too much. But I should be writing right now. There's no right such now. thing. I agree. There's no such thing. I do write original stuff 
people just let so you know uh i number one i have a lot of poetry which is up there some of it's really bad my favorite of my poetry books is called an odyssey of stardust um an odyssey from stardust excuse me and that one is basically poems utilizing an astronomical term of some sort so that one's up there um i've also got a couple blog books a couple (laughs) five (laughs) five blog books which is way more than i ever expected do you let them all hit the the 200 post limit um no so when i started it it was a hundred chapter post limit for the record that is Um, so lame yeah but so i or maybe it was 200 my first one is 114 chapters and then 92 87 and the one i'm currently writing which is called wistful absurdity is 27 chapters right now so i've got a lot going on yes Um, (laughs) my let's see the one story that i'm working on now is actually probably one of my favorites that i've ever written people if you're listening go check it out it's called Athena Project, and it is, um, it's a fanfic based on, but it's beyond fan fiction. it's also historical fiction, which is a genre I've never dabbled in before, and it's based on the show M.A.S.H., which, as you will listen to this, you'll find out me and Melissa are very excited about M.A.S.H., we love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's our favorite, my favorite at least, it, it's our it, favorite it's to watch It's bound together. to come out. It took us it's going five to. minutes and 33 seconds, but the mash came out. Mash here now, so <laughs> you're going to regret ever clicking on this. But um, this, I started writing Athena Project because on Wattpad especially, you see a lot of stories that are um, original character, basically self-inserts, which I'm sure we'll touch on in a later episode. Um, and I wanted... I wanted a female nurse introduced into the MASH world because, okay, MASH Wait, is about, doctor. if you don't doctor, thank you. MASH, if you don't know, is, um, it stands for Mobile Army Surgical Hospital, and it's a show that's based in the Korean War, and it's about a group of medical professionals who are in- Professional what used, use, used loosely here. Professionals very loose. Um, yeah, they're a crazy bunch, crazy bunch of kids. And I wanted to introduce my own female doctor. Uh, but I, of course, had to figure out a way for it to make somewhat sense. Because back then, women weren't allowed to be in the army as doctors. They were only allowed to be in the army and in the front lines as nurses. And those were all volunteer. They weren't drafted. So, Interesting. That is. So I was like, well, you know, why would they ever turn to female doctors but in the show, they talk about the shortage of doctors and surgeons they have all the time. And so I was like, well, what if they decided to open it up um, on a very small scale to female doctors? And so the main character, Nellie O'Hara, was born. And yeah, I'm having so much fun, mostly because it's outside my genre. And so, yeah, I mean, Melissa, you've read it. What do you think? I can vouch for the enjoyability. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. I have had so much fun writing it because, number one, the characters from MASH are really exciting. And um, this is what I wanted to lead into talking about fan fiction. Um, enjoy the characters that are canon I as much as you're I literally forgot character. we were still on that question. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, keep going. But, <laughs> this is going to be, you know, we should be writing, as we said, okay. but instead we're talking about writing. Okay, keep um, going. 
Enjoy yes. the characters. Enjoy the canon characters as much as your original characters if you put in original characters. Because you can learn so much from copying the style of, of canon characters that as, as you can writing your own. Like, I wanted to start writing MASH fanfiction mostly because I wanted to try writing the character of Hawkeye Pierce. And writing Hawkeye is one of the hardest things I have ever done in my writing, but it has paid off so much. So enjoy the replicating of the canon characters um, because that you learn from masters of their craft when you try to do that. Yeah. So that I would be my- personally find where fan fiction would be more challenging than writing an original work. Yeah. Well, good fan fiction. Writing original work is also hard because you have to spend so much time world building, especially in fantasy. Yes, but in fan fiction, I'm talking about as far as like getting into a pre-existing character's mind. Yes. And then keeping yeah. it authentic. You don't have the privilege of birthing every single one of your characters. Yeah. I would find that very challenging to do well, which you do. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it is. That's why I find dialogue so important. Because yes, you. A lot comes out in dialogue. Exactly. Um, what's your favorite part of writing, Melissa, when you write your stuff? Like, what do you focus on? Like, dialogue or imagery, or does it just all come out organically? Yeah, there's nothing I, like, try to do. Every time I've tried to do something, it just comes out so forced. So I just kind of <laughs> let it happen. And, gotcha. Um, you know, I do try to... Uh, see, I'm trying to think past editing, because I've been in editing so deeply, where it's like I try to cut adverbs. But um, mm-hmm. I just... I try to make it where you always feel like you're there. And also I try not to tell you too much. I just like, I just, I try to show it. Right. Show, not tell. Yes, exactly. Definitely something I'm sure we'll touch on. <laughs> some rules exist. Some rules do exist for a reason. Yes, this is true. Um, yeah. Some rules are really important. Like a lot of people think you can just throw out all the rules, but there are rules in, in creative writing for a yes. reason. Mm. Yeah. So, as I mentioned, I'm on Wattpad. I'm also on fanfiction.net and Archive of Our Own. Melissa, you're on Wattpad. What's your username? My username is Nightwraith17. That's so exciting. We're both on Wattpad. Yes. We're fabulous. So You which... should join Wattpad. Uh-huh. No, keep going. Oh, I was just going to say, everyone should join Wattpad and hang out with us. They should. So, which of the three platforms that you use is your preferred? Oh, I hate that question. <laughs> okay, so they're all good in their own way. So, yes. I try to use them all to their fullest extent. So, Wattpad is fantastic because it's a social media site, first and foremost. So, it's you can connect with people, you can make cool covers, you can make you know, non-fiction stories. So I really do like Wattpad in that. I love fanfiction.net because the review system and the faves and follows is more efficient to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and so, But again, Archive of Our Own, on the other hand, has fabulous tagging systems. So you can filter um, what you want to read a lot better. And it tends to be better quality stuff. 
So I would say I spend most of my time on Wattpad, but not because it's a better site, just because it's a social site. And so you can spend more time on it. Yes, I find Wattpad to be pretty unlimited with what you can do on there. Exactly. I mean, if you're but an again, artist, if you've never written yeah. anything, you can utilize Wattpad. Yes, it's fantastic. Um, and people, you can find your own little circle of friends on Wattpad, which is, I think is great. Like, there are so many people on it that you'll find someone you click with. You will find somebody. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to, I think we should close. I'm just going to kind of read off what my main, since fandoms and stuff is so important to what I write. I'm going to list. Tell us your fandoms. Tell you my fandoms. And then Melissa, I'm going to turn it to you and you tell me stuff that you enjoy kind of like fandoms. Okay. Um, Okay. My main fandoms, and these are ones that I either have written for or are planning to write for. Uh, would be Marvel, which includes the cinematic universe and the comics, um, Star Trek Voyager, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Lord of the Rings, and The Silmarillion. So both of those are written by J.R.R. Tolkien. Disney, which actually I am planning to co-author a Disney fanfic with another friend of mine about Aladdin. And And I had the inside scoop. Yes, she did. Well, I'm sure we'll hear more about it, and I'm hoping to bring that friend on this podcast at some point. Yes, you drag um, her kicking and screaming if you have to. I know, we will, because she's so good. Other fandoms would be um, the Elder Scrolls video games. I'm really into um, Chronicles of Narnia, Star Wars The Clone Wars. That's something that I'd like to write for eventually. Um, the Witcher Saga, something, again, I've kind of played with trying to write it for. And then Halo, Firefly, Serenity, and Merlin. So those would be kind of the ones I've done and or would like to do. All right. Um, I'm also a big Washington Capitals hockey fan, so you may or may not find that coming out in this podcast. It, it doubtlessly will. Yes. It All right, Melissa. Can I just tell you two things I've enjoyed recently? One book and one movie. Yes. Okay. Yes. So hang on one second. So a book I just read and oh, like 110% enjoyed was the graphic novel Mimona. It was mm-hmm. 100% like I said, 110% enjoyable, and I loved it, and everybody should read it. And then a mo- my favorite movie this year was either Leave No Trace or Summer 1993. Okay. I like it. There we go. Well, um, real quick, something, stuff we're going to be doing in the podcast before we close. We're just going to be talking about our experiences in writing, as I mentioned, um, what we think people should learn from writing things that we've learned probably from messing everything up. Um, I'm Melissa. I'm hoping is going to talk to us about maybe the process of how she got her publication done and where to go from there. I'll be talking about what I've learned from the perspective of a fan fiction writer. So like more of an online writer than um, offline. And yeah, we hope to see you next time. Um, just want to say bye. Next time is- when we should be writing. Yes, exactly. We absolutely should be writing, but instead we are bringing you hopefully quality content. Extremely quality content. High quality. This is the, this is the content you signed up for when you got the internet. <laughs> exactly. This is what you should want. Yes. All right, Melissa, say bye. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. All right. Thanks for listening, guys.